0: Have you ever asked yourself, why am I still here? What does God have for me to accomplish for Him? Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry with the Navigators. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is the second of two podcasts with our friend, Mr. Elmo Joseph. Elmo and his wife are respected members of the Kansas Communities Ministry team. He had a career in the railroad industry before operating his own IT business for a number of years in southeast Kansas. These podcasts are taken from a talk Elmo gave at our Young Leaders Development Conference in Wichita on September 30th, 2023. Today, he shares some more thoughts about the key importance of passing along our faith. At the end of the podcast today, I share some helpful practical information that Elmo has produced.
1: And Jesus said something. He said in, in uh, Matthew 16, he said, "I will build my church." So whose church is it? Who's to build it? What are you to do? Make disciples. He didn't tell you to build His church. It's not your church. See, I think we've got that reversed. We think that we're to build the church, our church, and He is to make disciples. That's not what He says. So how come there's not 500 people here today? I think we go about it the wrong way. Well, let's go about it the right way. Let's go about it His way. The church where i go to the elders said we need to reach the next generation right on track so they thought about it and they prayed about it and they looked at the building they had and they said this is inadequate you know the bible said jesus said you cannot put new wine in old wineskins There's no way we can triple or quadruple our population of children with the facility we have. So they spent two years and and $3 million and added 16,000 square feet totally dedicated to kids. And I'm here to tell you, in less than a year, they have at least tripled the number of families in their 20s and 30s. There's kids everywhere. And the poor person that was responsible for the children, I can't handle this. So you know what they did? They did what the Bible says. The Bible says that the That the gifted men, apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, they're equipped the saints to do the work of the ministry. So they figured that out. They said, let's get the saints to do it. So there's all kinds of parents and grandparents. It's it's amazing. But I think the churches take the old wineskin and they try to add discipleship on top of it. It won't work from the ground up. So his command was to make disciples. And we need to do what he told us to do. He gave us the responsibility. But he also gave us the authority. That's what he said. We were to carry out his mission under his power and direction. It's not up to us. It's up to us to obey him and do what he says. But it's him doing it through us. And he said that in twenty-eight, eighteen of Matthew. He said, all authority has been given and heaven and earth has been given to me. So they were to carry out his mission. The mission with his authority and power. And again, that's what he told him before he went up into the sky. He said, you'll receive power and the Holy Spirit comes to you. Then you will be my witnesses to testify about me. In case there's any question about his support, remember, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So it's amazing. But the private gathering of few ordinary men, the greatest movement in the history of mankind was launched. That mountain that night. With power and a simple mandate, make disciples. Don't confuse it. Make disciples. There's a lot of things that they didn't have. They didn't have seminary degrees. They didn't have bank accounts. They didn't have a marketing director. They didn't have a building. They didn't have organization. They didn't have any of these things that we think is absolutely necessary for us to see the church advance and grow. So it's really easier to say what they did have. They had so little, they didn't have anything. But it's It's interesting that this small insignificant group of people within a minority religious cult that was at best tolerated and mostly despised in their days, and yet they turned the world upside down. Every one of you sat in this room knowing Jesus today because they did what they were told to do. That's the reason we know Christ. How do you explain it? It was a secret. How could these ordinary folks accomplish it? Well, I think they heard what he said. I think they believed him. I think they believed what he said. And they set out to do exactly what Christ told them to do, which was what? Make disciples. How are you doing with that? All the things you're doing, and there's a lot of very important things to do, but at the top of the list should be make disciples. If you don't do anything else, if you've done that, you've fulfilled your reason for being I mean, otherwise, why are you still here? Why didn't he just take you into heaven? Why am I still here? So it takes God's grace and human effort. It's We're human agents, married with spiritual power. So combination of God's grace, human effort over time. Second Chronicles 16.9 says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. I discovered something recently. I discovered that Jesus chose those first disciples very specifically. Have you ever asked why? Why Andrew Why Philip? Why those guys? I mean, there was a million and a half people or so in Palestine. Why those guys? Instead in with my grandson, Sam, John, John chapter one. It, it, I got it. See, they were seekers. They were disciples of John the Baptist. What were they looking for? The Messiah. They were seekers. Zacchaeus, the tax collector, up a tree and out on a limb. He goes out there, he wants to see Jesus. Jesus, all these people, he stops and looks Come on down from there, bud. Salvation's come to your house today. Why? Why'd he pick him out of all of that mass? A seeker. So that's what I look for. I try, I talk to people, and I'm looking for a seeker. This young lady over here, boy, she was watching me real close. I thought, there's a seeker. She would be worth an investment in time, man. And her husband, too. Both of yeah. you. Seekers. So God sees the nations, but he values the individual. He's still looking for a man or a woman for whom he can leave a legacy. It's your legacy. You're not too long many years ago had some guys come and see me now i had i had discipled kent kent had discipled jess jess had discipled ron ryan ron had discipled brett and these four men came to see me we just had a great time what were they to me son in the faith my grandson in the faith my great-grandson you see i remember jim told me probably you two guys too do you see it your ministry to the fifth generation, that's established. Not one, not two. Jim gave me a guy's name that he had run into at the fair. I don't remember. What did he tell you? He said, I've him, right? I, I've discipled, I don't know, men. I've done it for 45, 48 years. I, ha- I don't keep a list. I have no idea. I'm blessed with 15 men right now. I meet every week with one-on-one. Wow. I want to do as much and as many as I can before I leave here because that's what I'm called to do. So when I was working, I worked 20 years for railroad, and I worked um, 25 years self-employed. And my, my business, that's where I called it my for-profit ministry. It's where I evangelized the lost. I equipped the saved, established and equipped the saved. It was my customer base, my co-workers, and my, co- and my vendors. That's, that's where I did my ministry now, raising kids and working full-time. I, I usually had from one to five guys that I was meeting with. But now, I can do it full-time. Well, I think that's, uh, I'm out of time here, past time. I just, I just want to say that, um, what's a good definition of discipleship? I was trying to think of something down here somewhere I thought would be good. But I think basically it's just, make disciples who will make disciples. It's, it's two people going along together helping each other in their relationship with Christ. I try to tell that to the guys I meet with. I'm on my journey. You're on your journey. I may be a little ahead, but I'm not your disciple and you're not mine. I'm a disciple of Jesus and you're a disciple of Jesus. So when Jesus came near. He spoke to them. He said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. So wherever you go, make disciples. Teach them to do everything I commanded you. And remember, I'm with you always until the end of time. Discipleship is people leading other people to maturity in Christ. You can do that. Do you have to have a seminary degree? You can do that. Just find somebody that maybe don't know quite as much as you do and say, come on, let's walk together away. ways. Closing, I think, it's just one meeting another, individually eyeball to eyeball, reading through the NET translation this year. and Try to read through a different one every year. This one, uh, I just love Titus. Titus is one of my favorite. You've heard that term, you're, you Cretan. It's a real term of derision, isn't it? Maybe you've not heard of that, but it was sure popular in my generation. In fact, one of their own says Cretans are all liars, evil brute beasts, lazy gluttons. The longer I'm alive in this country, the more I think that identifies Americans. All liars, evil brute beasts, lazy gluttons. And Paul sent Titus to Crete to not only establish churches, but raise up elders. Can you imagine the challenge that would have been on that kind of people? The same challenge to you and I today. And in verse one of chapter two, but as for you, he tells Titus, communicate the behavior that goes with sound teaching. I love it. There it is. Communicate the behavior that goes with sound teaching. Teach them the truth and flesh it out. Show them, show them how to do it by the way you talk, speak, live, and act. Show them your failures as well as your successes. Isn't that neat? But as for you, communicate the behavior that goes with sound teaching. Well, Lord, thank you for letting us have time together. I pray that your Holy Spirit will enable the words that you want these young people, older people too, to hear will come through. And the stuff that I said that makes no difference will just fall by the wayside. And just pray that you'll bless us in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Why am I still here? Why are you still here? Are you and I stepping up to the plate in order to help fulfill our God-given commission of making disciples? Remember that we are called to more than just introducing people to Jesus, as important as that is. We are also called to help them grow and become mature in Christ. But how, you may ask, just how do I do this? How do I get started? You know, it seems like such a big commitment. Perhaps you think, I don't know enough, or I'm not outgoing. Or I don't have time. Remember that Jesus is the one who is building his church, not you and me. Also remember that in Matthew twenty eight, eighteen through twenty, Jesus tells us that it is by his authority that he is commanding us to make disciples, and that he is with us to the very end of the age. He is the one doing this. You know I love that scripture that Elmo quoted, Colossians one, twenty eight and twenty nine. In the JB Phillips translation it says Quote, so naturally, we proclaim Christ. We warn everyone we meet, and we teach everyone we can all that we know about him, so that if possible, we may bring every man up to his full maturity in Christ. This is what I am working at all the time with all the strength that God gives me. End quote. Notice it says that I am working at this all the time, and that God gives the strength to do it. It's not us. God gives the strength. God is building this church, He is with us. Please go to the show notes included with this podcast and you can download the handout that Elmo used for his talk. Most helpfully, it includes a section on how to make disciples. In this, he lists some very practical and useful steps that he uses as he invests in people. I urge you to check out this free, helpful resource. It is excellent. Well, join us next time as together we learn more about making disciples naturally.